Good evening everyone. Welcome uh, to our midweek worship service for Mavilla Presbyterian. Today's date is Tuesday the 31st of March 2020. And just in the next half hour we want to take some time as a church family uh, to worship God uh, with our lives. And as we do that I want to begin with these familiar words from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. With these words in our mind, let us come to our God in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening recognizing you truly are the one shepherd, Lord, that we can look to to take care of us in life. We thank you, Lord, through all the situations that we may be facing. Um, we thank you for the um, past days that we have had, that, Lord, we can know of you, the God who looks to journey with us, Lord, leading us to new pastors, renewing our souls. And Lord, we pray uh, this, this evening that as we take this time in worship of you, Lord, that we may know of your goodness and love, that we may know of your mercy speaking into each one of our lives. And we ask this now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Now, each of uh, these evenings, I, I want to try and get somebody from the church family uh, to uh, see how they're doing and uh, give a little interview for people. Um, so our interview this evening uh, has just been uh, done uh, through uh, uh, Zoom, uh, and we're going to find out now who it is. Hello, Cindy. Welcome uh, to our midweek this evening. It's lovely to see you. Uh, I know there's many people in Mavilla uh, know you really well, but explain just to everybody a little bit about yourself, first of all. Okay, good evening, Robert, and everybody who's listening in. Um, it's lovely to be here with you. And, um, well, as Robert says, you sort of know me pretty well. I'm Cindy, Cindy Douglas. And uh, to many of the ladies in the congregation, they know me as their hairdresser as well. And I trust a good friend. Um, uh, I've been at Mavilla now for, oh my goodness, must be 20 years. And I know when I came to Mavilla, um, I came because Joan and John were married and Joan had recently started going to Mavilla and I was at their wedding, uh, Joan Gordon and John. Very good. Uh, and that's when I started. And uh, just, it was actually just... Um, in John Curlie, when John Curlie started, I, I started going there. Very so, good. Been there a long time. Very good, Cindy. And you've got a little dog called Samson as well uh, that keeps you company, isn't that right? Yes, he's liable to get into the picture here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, uh, he's great. He's just a great company. Uh, yes, he is. Well, Cindy, just like our, uh, everybody else, you've exp experienced many changes over your situation over the last a couple of weeks but just maybe explain your situation regarding how much you're still able to do or how much you're being restricted over the last couple of weeks oh well 
it's made a big difference, definitely, this to my life because I worked for two, two full days, a Friday and a Saturday, um, from home, to hairdressing. And there are going to be a lot of ponytails uh, because I'm not working, uh, can't work at all uh, from here because obviously all the rules and regulations, there's no way I could work from here. So that's a big change. Um, uh, the other things are not being able to get out and be in company, visit people, uh, my sister and the rest of my family. Um, just uh, great having the technology and you can still ring them and be in touch and, and that. But uh, I'm missing that, missing getting out just like everybody else. You think you need something and you're just used to going out and getting it and it's not happening. That's you can't right. do it. That's you have to, right. yeah, you just have to settle and do without it. <laughs> I, I suppose after all these restrictions are over, we're going to have some really great haircuts, aren't we? Uh, there's going to be a lot of scissors going, uh, getting the hairs done after it. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I've seen a lot of, of the apps, uh, some of the hairstyles uh, on, on, the, on the church app. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Another good reason to get onto the church app then, so it is for WhatsApp. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. Tell me things that you miss, uh, that when we've had these restrictions put on us that you really miss at the minute in time. Well, of course, you, you miss seeing everybody, you miss the church fellowship. Yes, we have it on the apps, but to actually hug somebody, yeah. Like I met you in the street and I couldn't give you a hug and, yes. and I'm, I, that's me, I hug everybody. Mm -hmm. Miss that, miss that uh, closeness um, that you have just uh, in person. And um, just, I actually miss this house, it's so quiet, I'm not used to that. This is a busy house. This mm -hmm. is a house everybody danders into for a cup of tea, cup of coffee, have a chat, neighbours, you know. And I, I'm really missing that, and we're only into this, so yeah. don't know how we'll be <laughs> by, the, by the time, you know, by the time that it's over. We just don't know yet, sure we don't. And no. It, it's not all bad, but as well, that um, we were chatting, there's, there's been benefits to uh, being in our homes and staying safe at the minute in time. Maybe say a little bit about it. What sort of benefits mm. do you see through this time? Oh, absolutely. There are benefits. Uh, my goodness. Well, Church App, I've mentioned, my goodness. There are so many people that you don't even get talking to in the church building, yeah. but now you feel so close to. Uh, and there's no doubt about that. That has been marvellous. And uh, that's thanks to everybody who set that up. And um, also, uh, benefits, I... Um, I uh, think about are the uh, for the lockdown you're talking about for being in the house. Yeah. Uh, well, definitely drawing close to the Lord. I believe He's speaking to us. He wants to speak to us. I um, can feel His presence here with me. Yeah. Really, all the time, and in that sense, I'm never alone. And yeah. I think that goes for any of the church family who are living on their own. I know I'm never alone. He's with me all the time. And I, I feel it much more because I've got, I'm, I've got, I am alone with him and I've got time with him. And um, 
So that's a big benefit, a big benefit. You would use um, daily uh, devotionals each day. I do. We use the word for today, and um, I think it's great. It's a great compliment to the Bible, yeah. uh, you know, and it's nice just to pick it up and read it with a cup of coffee. And there's so many others, daily bread and that, but um, I've just now got used to it, pick it up and you'll look up whatever the, the full reading is, you know, and have we look at that. Yeah. We study through it. Um, but it's a very beneficial uh, wee book I have found. And um, there's going to be a problem about it, of course, because there are many get it in the church um, through me. I don't have all their addresses uh, and, and we don't have. But if you want to get the next one, just anybody that's listening that, uh, that does get it, if you can contact um, the church uh, itself, um, we'll organize about getting it out to you. Yeah, if you get uh, my, my email address is minister at mavillapresstrain.org.uk and anybody who wants that can give me a call by phone number or email me as well. Yeah, I was just, um, I, I was, I have been looking at Hosea. Yeah. You're saying about um, being stuck in here and I have been looking at the book of Hosea and uh, in uh Chapter 2 and verse 14, there's a wee verse that God has been given to me just um, for the last lot of weeks um, in preparation, I believe, for this, this moment. Um, uh, Therefore, I am going to allure her. I will lead her into the desert and speak kindly to her. It's Hosea 2 and 14. And I just see that as ourselves at the minute. God needs to sometimes just shut us down to get our attention. Mm. And I think that's how he's speaking to us. Um, he has done it. He's drawn us into the wilderness, if you like, mm. uh, into a quiet place with him. And boy, when he speaks, does he speak. Yeah. He's, um, he's a wonderful, amazing God. And mm. We have we have so much time now, don't we? And we can use it wisely um, by Absolutely. spending it with God and letting God speak to us. Yes, yes. Brilliant. And also, uh, I got myself a wee greenhouse a couple of months ago, and I've been out working in that um, uh, and enjoying that. Uh, right. The weather has been great, and uh, but there's there's a reason for this, Robert, yeah. uh, even beyond our understanding. Yeah. Only God knows the reason, and we just can trust, isn't that right? Yeah, it's going to make us stronger. Absolutely. So well. Well, thank you, uh, Cindy, uh, for that interview, uh, and just to hear how you're getting on. It is a real encouragement, isn't it, to hear what God is doing in people's lives through uh, this these situations and this time. Let's turn now uh, to God's Word. Let us read God's word together. Luke chapter 18, verses 35 to 43. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And when he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. He called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. 
Those who led the way rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and ordered the man to be brought to him. And when he came near, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see, he replied. Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praised God. Here we end the reading for us uh, this evening. Let us come before God now in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we look to you, you are the one who brings faith into our lives. You are the one who brings that sight of the gospel and the great news that it is. Lord, we pray this evening that as we take time to understand your word to us, that we may know of your glory and power through all things. Amen. Well, let's take some time just to look at this passage uh, for a moment or two. Uh, I'm sure you all know the words to that very well-known hymn uh, from John Newton. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. It is a wonderful testimony, isn't it, of a man's life who was complete, that was completely turned around after meeting the Lord Jesus. Tasting of his grace, knowing uh, that he uh, was lost and blind, and now knowing the joy of Jesus, the security of him through all things. It's quite similar, isn't it, to the testimony that we have of the, the blind beggar here in Luke 18. In Luke's account, we don't uh, have a name of this blind beggar, but uh, if we looked to Mark's account, we will see that this blind beggar was called Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus hears the words as he um, seen the crowds going past who it was that was coming close. Jesus of Nazareth. He knew that name. Jesus' fame had reached even to the roadside stop that he was at on the Jericho Road. This was the man who healed the sick and gave sight to the blind. Could this Jesus heal him also? But notice what the crowds said to him. It's Jesus of Nazareth. He is passing by. Bartimaeus only had that moment uh, to make his move, uh, to make Jesus see him. He must have felt it was now or never the only chance he would ever have. So he'd done the only thing that he could. He wanted to attract Jesus' attention, shouting, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. What a wonderful thing that is to recognize. A person who recognized his need of Jesus and done everything that he could uh, to make sure that he took hold of that moment, to know 
and to see Jesus. And in those words uh, that Bartimaeus was shouting, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus was, was stopped in his tracks by two things. Two things in those words. The voice that was calling out for him recognized his identity. He was the promised Messiah, the descendant of David, who would bring peace. This voice knew who he was. But also, Bartimaeus was asking for mercy, something Jesus would never refuse. His voice was someone who knew they needed him. Here Jesus stops uh, to hear this voice, to speak with Bartimaeus. And notice we see in this reading uh, the crowds uh, trying to uh, rebuke the beggar to stop him. Uh, they didn't want uh, Jesus to spend time uh, with this blind beggar. But here we have the Jesus looking uh, to take time with those who are truly in need, those who know of his identity, and he will never pass by them. What a wonderful uh, promise that is to keep in mind. A God who knows our situations. A God when we recognize his identity, when we look to him for mercy, he is always able to give. Just pause and think. Get that image uh, of the scene in your head. This is what Jesus was like. And he is the same today as he was then. And he will be the same, he'll be like this tomorrow and the day after and the day after. This is who our Saviour is, the one who hears and stops with us. No matter how long we've been following Jesus, how long we've taken that moment to trust in him, we always may look to him again and again for mercy in life. And notice the words that Jesus asked Bartimaeus, what do you want? It takes us right back, doesn't it, to those words in the Sermon on the Mount, asked and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. It's best to understand Jesus' question as a way of drawing uh, Barnabas out, giving him an opportunity to verbalize his trust in Jesus and to make his request known to him. And Bartimaeus' words are a simple expression of both his need and also his confidence that Jesus is the only one who can help him. Lord, I want to see. Bartimaeus was healed. And in being healed, he looked to follow the one who healed him. Jesus' words, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Bartimaeus knew the one who will bring restoration into his life, that will bring contentment and peace. And just recognize this in that last verse. As Bartimaeus praised God for what he had done, as he received his sight and followed Jesus, 
There was many more who would receive sight in who Jesus was and in turn praise God. We come, don't we, to a time of uncertainty. We come to recognize there's many things in life that we don't know what way they're going to turn out. But we come to the God who is the same today uh, as he is uh, tomorrow and forever. In those words in Hebrews 13, uh, verse 8, we have a Savior, Jesus Christ. He is the same yesterday and today and forever. And we give thanks to God for this. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you at this time. Lord, recognizing that in you we have a complete assurance. In you we have that joy of salvation. Lord, we pray for all things, Lord, that we may face in these next days. That we may know of a confidence in you a joy in what you have done in our lives. Help us, Lord, uh, to bring before you all things, Lord, that will cross our paths. Help us to put our trust in you each and every day. And we ask this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, as we uh, just come to the end of our service this evening, I want to just highlight um, some points for prayer that we can keep in mind over this next week as a church family. We want to uh, pray for those facing great uncertainty over these days, whether they've experienced ill health over the last number of weeks or over uh, a longer period of time. Uh, we pray for God's presence with them that they may know uh, that through all things God is with them. We want to also remember those who are facing uh, being isolated at this time or facing uh, a struggle of loneliness and asked that they may know of God's presence with them throughout this time, that they may know God's comfort and peace through each and every day. We want to uh, pray for those working uh, in our NHS uh, for those who are really at the front line of this pandemic, uh, we want to pray that they may know God's protection over them, that they may know God's strength through these days and the things that they face. We also want to pray for all who are continuing to work through these days, that they too may know of God's protection over them. We want to pray for ourselves as a church family and um, for the things that are happening um, throughout these days, asking for God's uh, presence and God's uh, assurance through all things. And even as we approach uh, Easter, uh, where we would have had uh, a lot of different uh, events planned to celebrate the Easter message, uh, all being curtailed now because of this pandemic, we want to pray for those opportunities uh, to celebrate uh, the message of Easter in a different way. And we pray that we may know God's uh, directing and guiding uh, through all of this. And we want to pray for each other through this time, that we may know of God drawing close to us in all that we may do. As we close, I want to use a prayer that uh, the Presbyterian Church in Ireland uh, brought out on Sunday uh, and as we pray this we'll pray it together a prayer for these days of lockdown let us pray together 
loving God, in this moment when we feel locked into a terrible set of circumstances, locked up in our homes, locked down by fear and uncertainty, help us to find freedom in faith, healing in hope, liberty in your love. In this time when tempers can get frayed in relationships, give us the fruit of your spirit in our lives, our homes, our dwellings, with one another in society. We pray for love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Be especially Heavenly Father with those who feel most isolated and alone. Grant them a deep sense of your presence through these long and lonely hours, bringing comfort and calm, strength and support. Help us to appreciate simple pleasures in fresh ways through these unusual circumstances. The blessing of home, the joy of loved ones, and the view from our windows. The voice of a friend on the phone, Lord, hear our prayers, for we ask them in Jesus' loving name. Amen. And we close now with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.